Yeah, yeah, this is DJ Faceoff, and you have now reached Money Mall, the podcast show. Y'all know, right? Get familiar. Money Mall. Hey, everyone. This is Dog Dog Dancer. Right now, I'm tuning into the Money Mall podcast. What's up, guys? My name's Jolie, and you're now tuning into Strong Island Finance, the Money Mall Report. Let's get it. This is Moshe Beats. We're now tuning into Strong Island's finest, the Money Mark Report. Yeah. Yo, this is Nick West. Right now, you are tuned into the Money Mark Report. This is Maya the B, and right now I'm rocking out on the Money Mark Report. What up, y'all? This is John Jiggs, and right now you tuned into the Money Marv Report. Let's go. What up, what up, what up? This your boy M.O.U.F. Move over, you finish one part of monopoly. You are now tuned into the Money Marv Report. You already know, Long Island, stand up. One. Yo, this F.I., a.k.a. Revenge of the Poor Child from the Valley Boys. Right now you're tuned into Money Marv Report. Don't touch that dial, you heard? Hey, y'all, this is Pink Popper. Right now, I'm tuning to a Money Mars report. Hey, yo, what's going on, Long Island? It's Link the God King and my boy Nato the Great. We here with Money Marv on the Money Marv report. About to do this interview. Check in. What up, everybody? This is your boy, Money Marv. This is season three of the Money Marv report. Right now, this is another Thursday night. Artist Spotlight Show of the Week. I am glad to be back on the Money Marv Report. Took a week off, folks. You know what I mean? Just to get my mind right, get my thoughts together. You know, do what I do. Make some things happen. Um, First and foremost, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's been supporting the Money Marv brand on Anchor, FM, Spotify, Apple, Google, Wherever they put podcasting, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, taking time out, a moment out your day to check out the Money Marv Report on the various um, websites and different places that host podcasting and all that type of good stuff. So I just want to say once again, thanks to everybody. Season two was great, but we are season three. So shout out to Link to God for you know, coming through on the check-in on the Money Marv Report for opening up the Thursday Night Artist Spotlight of the Week. Definitely greatly appreciated him for that. Definitely loving the new, loving the new, loving the new music, the new vibe, the new energy, the new everything. You know, everything is new. Everything is new out here, man, and everything is great. I'm loving the vibe. I'm just trying to get some things together in order before I get the show going. Um, definitely got a dope guest, you know, calling in. So shout out to that young brother on the check-in. You will find out who he is. Um, and once again, like I said, um, I definitely got another show coming up Sunday night on the Sunday Night Culture Talk with Money Mob. Shout out to that guest that will be on the check-in on the Sunday night show with Money Marv. Um, Miss Janie DaCosta, book author. But I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I just want to say, damn, it's definitely been a crazy week. Had to take a week off, you know, had to take to take a break off, you know, to get the wheels flowing, get the mind flowing again, get the blood flowing again, and doing the things that I like to do. So, um, 
that being said, seeing a lot of stuff, man. I see 50 Cent is giving people's teasers about the sequel of Power, Power Book 2, Ghost. I see that he put a post on Instagram and then immediately took it down, showing Tariq, the son of Ghost, on Power Season 1. And damn, man. Damn, damn, damn. Um, just seen that Dame Dash was arrested for back child support. 400,000 back child support. So he was currently arrested and locked up. Um, damn, man. That child support shit is definitely not a game. Definitely not a game, boy. They do not play around with that. <laughs> you could totally forget about it, man, with... You old on people, man. They trying to lock you up, man, for child support. Here's what I'm going to say on the child support thing. I really normally don't touch on these type of topics and things. Um, it's very hard when you when you have when you have to share custody with with children or a child, and you have to deal with people's egos and attitudes especially when the relationship is over and there's really like nothing there anymore with you guys and sometimes people still be holding on to old baggage and old things like that and holding on to shit that's not even worth it and for me personally I just think that man woman and child Man, you know, woman and child does not describe, define family with child support, you know, and family is man, woman, and child, no child support needed in that, and sometimes some of us, we fall on hard times, and people think that, you know, we don't want to be there for our children, and we don't want to help out, but for the average Joe around the block that's, you know, working a nine to five job that don't really have the money all the time because you know people still have to live life and people still have things that they have to do as men and women when you're in those child support situations and sometimes people are not very understanding and people are sometimes a little bit unreasonable and it goes on every day and for the fellas and for the ladies, everybody who has to pay child support, I say just do your best to pay your child support. Do the best that you can and try to be the best parent that you can be because I feel as a father, I don't need no recognition for taking care of my kid to take care of my child or my children because I really don't need that. And it's not about needing recognition for that. So I just know that it's just not really worth it to go through the courts because the courts always end up giving everyone less and all that other stuff but I'm gonna segue off of that and you know get into the Thursday night artist spotlight show on the Money Marv report waiting for the homie from you know the dirty dirty south to call in you know young boy you know out there doing his thing got a dope joint call nothing to lose um definitely check that video out on youtube man roaching 
his name is I Am Roach, and that's his dusty artist name. So he'll be calling in in the next couple of minutes, and you'll get to hear his story. Because the Money Marv Report is for the independent artist and is for the C-list celebrities and all those type of people. We do the independent thing. And one thing about the Money Marv Report is this is 100% independent. I am not backed by nobody, no machine, no nothing. Nobody gets behind the Money Marv Report. Everything is strictly independent, freelance. I do what I want to do. I say what I want to say. But I keep what I want to say to a minimum so people don't think that I'm just up here sounding crazy or talking crazy and saying some more outlandish things because I know sometimes Money Marv can get a bit controversial at times. But overall, I choose not to, um, you know, go too, too, too left too much sometimes because sometimes I know that things can get definitely get a little bit crazy and I can get a little bit crazy sometimes and so I try to keep it politically correct sometimes and sometimes I just let let the cards fall where they may and just talk my talk and do what I do um definitely got some um some dope some dope dope shows some dope dope guests calling some dope interviews some dope content um and just looking, just looking to keep building the platform and glow, growing the platform to help, you know, monetize this a little bit more. I don't ask people to donate to the platform. I just do what I do because I love doing this for fun. I do it for sport, and I just enjoy doing radio, podcasting, all those different things and those various different things that I like to do. I just feel like this is just a way for me to keep my sanity a little bit. This some all the craziness in my life just makes me want to work hard and this just makes me want to work hard and have fun doing what I love to do. Because if you have a regular job, 9 to 5 job and you get up every day and you hate your job, then it's not really then it's like it's not a career, it's just a job. Job what does job mean? Journey of being broke, right? Journey of broke. That's what I consider job. A job is not a career. And I wish I could make this a full-time career, but you know I'm still in the process. Is the process of rebranding, rebuilding, and just trying to do a little bit more and just get a little bit more notoriety. It is definitely hard in this game to um, do some of this stuff. And it's hard to gain new listeners, new followers, and different people to jump on board. But hey, you know, you do what you gotta do, you do what you can, and you just keep working, and you keep grinding, and you keep going through the motions, and just going through the different challenges in life, and just making things happen, that's all. So for the most part, I tell everybody, you know what, just do what you love, do what you like to do, and do, and, and be good at what you do. That's what I tell everybody. Be good at what you do. You know, because when you're good at what you do, there's nothing that nobody can tell you, man. Because you're good at it. But also remember, there's a difference between good and great. You want to be good? That's one thing. But it's another thing to be great at what you do. And that's something that I always strive to be better at. 
I'm pretty good at podcasting and hosting and being an interviewer, but I want to be a great podcaster, a great interviewer, because it's a big difference. And if you look at, what's that fella, man, wrote the book, Jim Collins wrote a book about good to great, about how companies are good and how some companies are great. And as I read, came across that book and read that book a little bit, and I'm going to use an example about good to great. I'm going to talk wrestling, right? Back in the days when I was growing up, I used to be a wrestling fan, and I watched wrestling. And the WWE, well, WWF and WCW were the two wrestling promotions that were out there, right? And... WCW was very good, a very good, very good promotion, a lot of great wrestlers, but as a company it was good, but the WWF was great, and they went on to do a lot of great things, and WWF turned to WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, and they went on to excel further than their competition. And that's, hold on y'all, this is the hotline, this is the, this gotta be the hot, oh, this ain't the hotline, almost got interrupted there, almost got interrupted there, hold on, I was waiting for, thought somebody was calling, my bad, um, and as I said before, right, that WWF was just a great company, right, was a great company, right, and how they went on to do so many other things, Okay, I got got my caller on the line. Caller, what's your name? Where you calling from? Welcome to the Money Marv Report. Yo, this is Boy Rochelle. Yeah, I'm calling from Alabama. What's popping with you, homie? What's popping with you, homie? How's everything? Man, man, cool and cool and almost missed the time to call in. We was in. I'm in the studio now. Oh, okay, okay. So you over there putting that putting that gumbo together, putting that crack together. Yeah, we over here cooking. Okay, 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 okay. Well, thanks for calling in and thanks for being a part of the Thursday Night Artist Spotlight of the Week on the Money Marv Report, man. And welcome to Season 3 of the Money Marv Report. I know we spoke about doing this interview before, but we're doing it now, my brother. Thanks to have you on the line. Oh, man, that's always great. I appreciate it, you feel me? Okay, so here's how we're going to do this, man. When was the first time did you know you wanted to be an MC, a rapper? Oh, um, when my mama told me if I can't make her look at me with freestyling that I shouldn't be doing it. Mm. So that kind of pushed me to make me go do it and get it and see how to really put it together and make her look at me and recognize me. Okay, okay. Mama got a got an old school hip hop vibe in her, huh? Got an old school hip hop vibe yeah. in her. I got you, I got you. Yeah, she she uh yeah, she started me off with poetry. Mm, let's let's talk about that poetry game. Let's talk about that because hip hop is poetry to me. Right. Oh, you got to. Um, it uh, it started when I was like like eight because I I didn't know how to really really show my um my feelings and stuff. I always was fighting and stuff. So she just gave me a pad. She was like, however you feel, just write it down, write that. So mm. that's how the poetry had started. Then when I turned like. 
15, 16, I started trying to freestyle around the house. And it kind of just picked up after that. Okay, 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 okay. Now, when did you start taking it a little bit more seriously on a professional level like you're doing, like you're doing now? Um, honestly, I didn't start taking it serious until like two years ago. Okay, okay. Until like I really seen it could be a job and not a hobby. Mm, okay, okay. I definitely understand that. Nah, nothing wrong with that. Now, who were your influences, your musical influences growing up? That listened to you, that oh. that you listened to, that made you wanna, made you wanna, you know, do this hip hop thing. I, I really, well, growing up, you know, my mama raised us as Jehovah Witness, so we really didn't get to listen to hip hop like that. So it didn't, I didn't get no musical influence till I heard Kevin Gates. Although I don't listen to him no more, but that's what kind of influenced the way he could tell a story and really put his life on a track. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I like Kevin Gates. I like Kevin. secretly. I like Kevin Gates. You know, I'm a yeah. New York dude, but I definitely like, definitely like Kevin Gates. He was. You know, uh, I listen to uh, your boy Uncle Murder. Okay. New York. I listen to uh, Casanova. I like how they how they put their thing together. So you know, it's always cool. The mm. So now you got this video, man. That you know, I you know, I just put on my blog page on Facebook, man. Nothing to lose. Let's talk about that nothing to lose record, man. What was the motivation and the inspiration behind that? Um, that nothing to lose. That was just like just me finally. You know, I've been around some other some other dudes, some other guys that was like they had the confidence that I wasn't that I didn't have. You feel me? And by me hanging with them. Not accepted into my shoes, so that nothing to lose is just showing like I ain't got nothing to lose already, so I might as well just go ahead and put myself out here and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I got you. You ten, you ten toes down, all in this. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, I, de- I definitely dig it out. I like that joint, like the video, man, as well. You know what I mean? That's definitely a hot joint right there, man. Shit. Appreciate that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some of my fam, you know, my family is from Alabama. It's crazy that you, you know, that you say you 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 from Alabama. A lot of my family live in Alabama, Scottsboro. Oh yeah, well, I, I'm I'm from New Orleans. Oh okay, okay, okay. But I moved, yeah, I moved to Alabama because of the music scene. It's kind of. It's kind of wide open, but the group of guys I run with, if we just get the consistency and really stand on our feet, it'll be it'll be took over quickly. Mm, okay, okay. Now, now your main who's your main producer? The, the guy Magic on that on that one track, nothing to lose. Um. Well, no. My my main producer is my partner. He go by the name of Flacco, but his recent work is Young OG. That's who I mainly record with when I come into that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Shay Magic, she she an up and coming producer. You know she do her thing all the time, and she got a good quality. So she like part of the little squad. You know we got a little circle of family that we only we only use certain people that we know gonna keep it a hundred. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I dig it. I dig it. So now, how many musical projects have you released in the last couple of years that you know people would know would know know how to find you online as you build? Your fan base and you build your credibility in this industry. Um, I only released like really one. It's called I Am Roshan. The rest has been like a lot of singles. But like I said, me and my partner, um, Flago, we got a uh, a mixtape we're working on now, a prelude, and then we got a couple other singles coming out, and then we got a. So I really basically got like one project and then some couple singles. That's about it. Okay, so you just pushing singles right now at this point in time. Yeah, cause you know what. Uh, you know how they shake the game up now, so the stream is mostly 
everything now. So if you got one single that you could stream out at 37,000 streams and stuff, you basically, as a indie artist, you, you kind of eating a little bit, but you ain't eating like the major artists yet. So doing the whole project, is it's okay to do a whole project, but if I could get at least ten singles out, then that's a project at itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that is an album in itself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Now, walk me through your creative process. Now, when you when you do do you get do you do you have rhymes already written or do you you know get beats man and and you just you get the beats and you take them home and write to them or you write in your head and don't write rhymes on paper um yeah i don't i don't i'm basically what the creative process is we all come together we're getting the mood if i hear a beat normally with me with hooks it's like i can hear what a word's supposed to be at and hear where it's at so once i do the hook i kind of got this little memory thing where i can memorize everything so i don't i don't write too much but then I try to write just to keep up with the artistry. But yeah, basically I just listen to the beat and then if it feel me or me, move me, or if I hear one of my dudes say a word, I might take that word and then just plug it with mine and then that go the song. Mm, okay, 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 okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Getting that um, extra influence from people around you. Nah, that's dope, that's dope, that's dope, that's dope right there, man. I like Oh yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, always, it's always a lot of influence. We always got a, a, a circle full of full of different people with different ideas that we listen to and take from and then we all make it come together and we try to make it work yeah 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 I got you I got you so now I always ask everybody this man when I'm talking to artists cause I'm a former lyricist myself and artist myself where'd you get to where'd you get your name from how'd your name how'd your uh, your name came about um I took my father's last name as my stage name mm-hmm and then as you as i did my history on the background of my uh my last name roshan it comes from out of france so it kind of it means uh it got a little meaning to it it was like a royalty type name and then plus after i kept digging and digging i started seeing um all the different all the different things that my family had a part in like i got a cousin that worked in the white house my my great uh great uncle victor roshan he was like the first black senate in louisiana so it come with some stuff Okay, okay, so Roshan is the name, right? Yeah. Roshan, okay, 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 okay. Now, that's cool, that's cool. Funny, that's funny. It's funny you say that, too, man. The dude Billy Dance from MOP kind of took, you know, his, you know, grandfather's name and, you know, father's last name and actually put his stage name together. That's that's dope right there. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's. That's dope. I just learned something today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, you know, y'all kind of was on the same page with that. I, I get it. Yeah. I definitely get that. I definitely get that, man. You know, um, so you now let me ask you this, man. Um, do do you like to battle rap? Uh, I watch a lot of battle rap, but I don't like the battle rap because I know how I tend to get. If niggas say something too disrespectful, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I know it's just all in the artistry, but sometimes it gets too disrespectful. Yeah. But I watch a lot of battle rap. I got you. I got you. Now, what artists do you take inspiration from? You know, in this new age of music, in this new time of music, that that gives you a little bit of inspiration that you that you might hear something from besides Kevin Gates. Um, your boy. Um, I never really took the uh, currency, 
But then when I started listening to Currency and how he was flunking my partners, they all listen to Currency. I was like, man, that nigga can't. But when I listen to what he started saying, it'd be like the stuff that he say that make me take interest. So Currency, they got, I listen to a lot of local rappers, um, dude named Weed Junkie, Kenneth Brother. I don't try to listen to too, too many mainstream artists because then you'll go to like starting to bite they sound a little bit. So mm -hmm. nobody mainstream, it's just a lot of locals. Gotcha. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Supporting your people. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all, man. I totally respect that. Yeah, I listen to a lot of um, local artists, man, and from different states and international artists as well because I think that, you know, local, you know, artists in your area, you know, they all doing something a little bit different than what we hear on terrestrial radio or satellite radio yeah. or other internet radio so you know i always yeah. got somebody you know local artists you know playing in my in, in my car and all of that just to you know what i mean to give people homage man when i'm riding down the street i might be playing your song or somebody might say oh man who that yeah that's somebody on the radio really? you know what i mean it's just uh yeah you feel me to create shock value, that's the way that I, I do things, you know what I mean? Playing artists yeah. like yourself and various artists, you know, from where I'm from and playing their music and have it in a rotation just to kind of show people like, you know, and I ain't listening to all that watered down bubblegum music, you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel me? That's what I, that's what I try to do at least, because I already know what they talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. You'd have made it already, you feel me? So I try to listen to it. I try to keep it local. Mm, I got you. I got you. Now, do you think that social media is is a big is a gift and a curse as far as newer artists go now that you got to have X amount of followers on this social media platform? This amount of views over here, this amount of this, or this amount of that. Do you think that defines a person's talent? Well, see, that's 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 like the curse part of it. That mm -hmm. you know, a nigga a nigga subjects himself to like saying, "I gotta have this many followers or this many likes to say you popping." If you don't feel like you popping, then you're not popping. That's what I had to realize with with the group I was in. Everybody already had that sense of feeling like I'm that nigga, and I was the only one that came aboard was like kind of shady about. If I'm that nigga, is either you gonna be that nigga or you not? So when social media came about, niggas just took that and ran with it. Like, oh, if you ain't got a thousand views, then you ain't popping. But nigga, you ain't you ain't rapping. You know, you buying the you buying the views. So you really don't know if it's true or not. That's the curse. The gift of it is, you know, it's another it's another outlet. It's a way to get yourself out there. Keep putting yourself out there. You never know who might come across it. You know, Coach K. Um, QCP, they always say they look at Instagram to find new talent, or they always scoping out Instagram to look at. It. So it got some good plays in it. Who mm -hmm. out, of, out of Alabama? Alabama artist ain't Pastor Troy from Alabama, right? Oh, uh, I wouldn't know honestly. Cause... I wouldn't know because they really is. Well, well, Alabama artists is is they more local. You feel me? They yeah, didn't yeah. go that mainstream. The most mainstream they had was like Dobie, but they keep the head. You know, Gucci Man from here, but he don't claim it. You know, they got the dude T.L.E. Cinco, he up, Lil Soldiers. That's who I be hearing most about. Yeah, but yeah. The most rappers you hear about is like the hood famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was another guy out of Alabama, man. But I think he was like a one hit wonder. He was from Mobile. 
can't think of that kid's name, but fuck him. It ain't important anyway. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's about you tonight, homie. On the, you know what I mean? Or, you know, on the on the, on the Thursday night on the spotlight, man. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I hear, yeah, yeah, I hear your peoples in the background. I thought they was chiming in on the convo. Um, yeah, um, if, I mean, we could, um, they not put doing too much. My dog Flacco, he could chime in if he says he want to. And I got another artist in one named Young Meech. And I got another artist on the side. So there's a lot of artists in here. Yeah, so if yeah. They want chime in, they can. Yeah, yeah. They y'all sound like y'all mobbed up right now. Sound like y'all mobbed up right now in the in the lab yeah. like guinea pigs. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Now. Yeah, we mobbed up right now. Now. On the at your average studio session, how many songs you banging out, man, in one studio session? Um, it depends on it's a, it, it honestly depends on that night. Cause sometimes, no lie, I probably get in here, we'll bang out three songs, but then Flavio here keep it going. He'll do like four five, so he'll do like four five more. Then Meech might just pull up and he'll crank out one or two. And then your boy El Sol, he might crank out as many as he can. So it's really no number on. It's just how we feel that night. Okay, now you guys, y'all are a group, label, production team. Like, what's up? Break this down for me now, because, you know, I see you um, mentioning your it's, people. We, it's like we in a building stage. We're a brotherhood, but we, ain't, we don't have no label to it now. We don't have nothing to it now. It's like we reconstructing to present it right, to package it right, to say this is who we are. Oh. This is what we doing. You know, so now what's what's y'all what's y'all click? What's your hand? What's y'all click name? What's y'all what's y'all posse name? Your crew name? Like, I know y'all got a name or something? Nah, we re we reevaluating everything. Oh, okay, okay. So y'all in the rebuilding stage under under construction. Yeah, we, we just yeah, you can say it like that. We just seeing who gonna put the the best foot forward and no more lalligating. Maybe gonna run it and then we'll come with a name. Right now, I don't think we got a name. But we, we just, like I said, we just a brotherhood. We just nah. working it out to see what it's going to be. Nah, nah, I respect that. I totally respect that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you got to have that camaraderie with people. You know what I mean? You know, and yeah. sometimes, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, camaraderie and constituents. You know what I mean? I got right. you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I, re- I respect it. I definitely respect it. Now, do you have a manager or, you know, are you just doing everything by yourself? You freelancing? Um, nah, I don't, I'm not, I don't freelance. I work with a, uh, I work with a media marketer by the name of Jasper and my brother, he do my beat, but a manager, I mean, I wouldn't say that. We got a, we got a dude in the group, Fat, he like the most serious one, but he, he like a silent manager. He only speak when he see it. Crashing down, so I guess you would say that's the manager. That's really, really like is he ten toes down with it. Like don't don't get distracted with that. Nah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. You know now, <clears throat> now you know. Um, now you know a lot of artists don't really know this, don't know how to do this. Now, do you know how to do the copyright process, the trademark process? You know how to do all of that? Oh yeah. Yeah, I um a man by the name of Arden Lowe who uh he got me started. He showed me all that in tenth grade, like the different copyrights, the uh, SR copyrights, the sound recorded, 
the public now, the public performance copyrights for artists who you once you become that public figure anywhere you go, you can set a price to it. So I know a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, now nah, that's good though, man. I, that's definitely good, man, to you know to know those things. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, now you registered with BMI or ASCAP? Um, I went with BMI. Yeah, yeah, BMI, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, you know. I've been, I've been with ASCAP for the last 17 years, but BMI definitely, you know, they do something a little bit different. They don't keep you locked in like ASCAP do, but yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they, they, they definitely don't do that. Then it's, the process of registering the song is easier. Yeah, 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 nah, yeah, that's, that's dope, man. Now, have you ever thought about, um... Doing like, you know, doing songs for movies and all that type of stuff, movie scores and different things like that? Uh yeah, I got a track now that won't come out till probably New Year's. That I'm gonna try to get it around to like um the song tracks and our listen just to see about if it's gonna go away. Cause honestly that's where the money at. If you can get that on a movie then you pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Commercials and different things like that. Yeah, if you if you get that, somebody pick it up like video games and stuff, then that's like money in the bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, cause I, I'm asking these questions. You know, I'm not saying you don't know these things, but I'm just yeah. You know, I like to enlighten. I like to enlighten the listeners and the viewers on. You know that. Art, there's an independent artist out here that know they shit. You know what I mean? That's on top yeah, of their game. Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. I've been, I've been took advantage of not knowing it because I always was that artist that said, I don't want to do all, handle all the paperwork. I just want rap. So once a nigga showed me that, well, you gotta know at least a little bit, and you pick up and learn just a little bit, just to say, I know what the standard, a standard manager gonna get fifteen percent, but if he outstanding, he'll get about twenty percent. So that kept me with uh with everything, and then I went all through the courses of signing deals, which it didn't make sense. So I just I kind of try to structure it after Master P, because you know Master P he took that distribution deal, and he only gave away like fifteen percent, and then he kept the other ninety five. So he was making money. He wasn't selling himself out. He was just being his own. You know what I'm saying? He just had them to turn up five hundred thousand units, and then he just hand that thing out of his trunk. So nowadays it's easier now because you have the internet and the access, so we really don't need nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, the 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 corp the major corporations. You know, I don't want to say they fucked up by doing that type of shit with Master P when you're talking about you know the PD deals, the you know what I'm saying, the production yeah. publishing deals. You know, Master yeah. P actually took you know a 80-20, you know, eighty twenty split. So you know what I mean. You, you, whoever right. priority took the, you know, twenty percent. He took the eighty percent, and I say what I, why I say why they fucked up on that is because at the end of the day, you give people all that, you know, all that, all that money, and later on, look what we had now. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. look what we had now. Now you can't even go on the streets and sell no motherfucking music to nobody. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm. You know, niggas. I, I, trust me, I'd have tried it, Jeremy. I'd have tried it. You know, niggas is like, well, I'll go to Spotify and just stream the music. And I think, yeah. I think it's an unfair. It's unfair for you know artists like me, yourself, and different people are, that's trying to break into the business when you need a million streams just to see eight thousand dollars. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's highway yeah, robbery you know. with a gun. 
You know, that's, that's always that's why I tell people they gotta know, you hear me? Like, cause you gotta know that YouTube only giving you like 0.0004%. So they giving you pennies of a penny. So like every 7,000 views on YouTube is like $150. So in order to really see a $100,000 check, you need like 150 million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing, you can push it though. If you know what you're doing, like, but you know, Arab, you know, they, they get around that. They create the box. So not a box, if you can afford, if you could get them five thousand dollars for a half a million views, you know what I'm saying? That's what they go Ah, see, artists that's listening, that that's listening to this interview, that that's gonna listen in to this. Y'all better pay attention to what the young brother just said. Say that again, Roshan. Say that again. Say what Man, you just they said. They using bots. They using bots. They don't be real views. You feel me? The labels they go pay for the views. You know what I'm saying? They got a million, two, three million dollars. Only don't get them two, three million dollars. Not good. Well, you gonna turn around? You you know, hiked up to a hundred million views. Yeah. You just pay for them. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's crazy you say that back in the days when they did sell CDs and units, you know, companies would send, you know, a bot out. You said a bot, you know what I mean? They would send a bot out to go to the record stores that had connections with the record stores. Yeah. And that's about it. And basically, that's, they would scan the barcode a million times. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that that streaming really did. It killed that. It killed that. Let's see if a nigga really moving units. Put it in Walmart. Put it in Best Buy. Put it in. Put it in these stores. So now we gotta go out and go get it. So one, but once that streaming came around, it was, it was over. With. You really don't need none of that. Now what I do with my CDs is, you know, everything is wordplay. Everything yeah. is wordplay and how to get something. So instead of me selling it. I just ask him for a donation. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just yep. tell him I do I do all my own printing, all my own covering love. I ain't ask for much, a two, three dollar donation, and then if they don't give me the money, I still give it to them. So then when they see me again, I go in on some people give me five, some people give me three, some give me ten. They just like the hustle. So you still can get out there with your C D. You just can't come at it like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you said. Yeah, you know, you gotta spit your verbal gymnastics a certain type of way. Shoot your dots. Shoot your dots. I got you. I got you. Nah, you right. You 100% right on that, man. Definitely. I like your energy and your vibe, too, man, and your thought process on that. Hello, we got disconnected there, my brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. We got disconnected on the line, my brother. Can you hear me now? Oh, that's cool. We back in. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, now, as I was saying a second ago, man, I, you know, I like the way you, you know, you spit your verbal gymnastics, man, and how you, you approach Yo. the things. You write about that, though. It is the approach, you know, make a donation. I feel you. I Yo, definitely. It's always that. And that come, that just come from, like I gotta say, once I start hanging around a group of guys, I hang around, everything kind of changes, you know. Everybody got their role in the group. Everybody got something they good at. But once I see what my dog's good, it's okay to do with that, then it's just a shot that I can in yourself. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And I think that's very important, too, for up-and-coming artists to have a good, strong, solid team and have people around them to, you know what I mean, to point out the flaws and the imperfections, you know. Me, I ain't never had that when I was trying to break into the business a very long time ago, over 15 years ago. I didn't really have that, you know, and people wasn't even really giving a nigga no props like that, so... Big ups to you, man, for having the 
having a good solid team and a good group of men around you, man, on the same page. That's key, man. That's very important. Oh yeah, that's always important. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Listen, man. You know I respect bars, man. So you got to give me a quick sixteen, man, before we wrap it up, man. You got to give me a quick sixteen for the night, man, so we can put the put the listeners on their toes, man. Oh man, I don't even I don't even <laughs> know how to count them. Just, <laughs> just give me, just give me, just give me, give me, give me, give me something quick, man. Forty-five seconds, man. Sixteen bars. Oh. Um. 16 bars on site, man. That's what we do here on the Money Marv Report, man, on a Thursday night. All right. Uh, Take your time. Get your thoughts you. together. Uh, Take your time. Catch that. All right, love. Um, we on the Marv Show. Me and my dogs, you know how we all roll. We had one goal, one destination, how to get it better. Change that climate. Rock designer, me and my niggas designers. I understand, I see it in his eyes, he all designers. He telling lies, he paved the way, I took the way. Turned my dough into that gold and kept a hold on to my soul. I know these niggas hating on me, don't want me to get that gold. And I know these niggas plotting on me, that's okay, we roll. Huh. I want my big dog, you with your big dog, mine's bigger. He trying to play like my trigger figure, nigga itching. I'm from a city where we all gritty, all grimy. I got them purse up in my cup, you know we all slimy. But that's not my kind, but I hang with them, I roll with them. He bang with him. Can't hang with us, my dog is dangerous. We from the zoo and all in loose. I'm off that chain. Just put me back before I lose my brain. Fast lane, move same, whipping hard. Just check my dash. I'm moving fast. I think I crashed. I'm on some Zan. I'm on some beans, a different man. Mm. I'm on the move. Nice, nice. Son, body that right there. Body that right there. I like that freestyle. Definitely hard right there. And he did that off the top, y'all. You know what I'm saying? No beat, straight yeah. acapella. Straight MC, lyricist thing. Well, let the people know where they can find you at, my brother. All your social medias, well, all your man, outlets. You will uh, find all my social media at Iron Roshan. You can check out my dog's social media at GHBB Flacco if I said that right. GHB Flacco, you can check my dog at GHBL Soul if I said that right. My dog sitting next to me, he uh, young meat, everything young meat. You can check my other dog out at Fat, Fat, Fat Nipple, somewhere <laughs> on the internet. Uh, and my dog, Young Guido, I don't know if he got the Instagram, but you can catch him in the streets if you can catch him. What up, everybody? This is your boy, Money Mob, the councilman of the streets. Go to anchorfm.com to open up your new podcast series. You can catch the Money Marv Report on anchorfm.com as well as Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and other different places that promote podcasts. And don't forget that Anchor FM is your home for dope podcasting. Peace. I am back from the break, folks. That was another Thursday night of the Thursday Night Artist Spotlight Show. On the Money Marv Report, I'm your host, Money Marv, the councilman of the streets. And I'm going to leave everyone with this quote of the day, quote of the night, quote of the evening. Decrease the apathy, increase the consciousness, peace and love. That's my time. See you guys Sunday night. Peace.